You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Welcome to Grolix Nights, the Grolix Podcast live show. I'm Randy. I'm Melanie. And I'm finally Jesse. (laughs) (laughs) Tonight, He-Man makes He-Man childs out of all the fanboys. Mm -hmm. Boy, howdy. We watched some good things, and Mm -hmm. we're finally, Savannah's finally here. Finally, (laughs) Savannah, you decided to show up. Finally. (sighs) And Paul's finally, Paul, Moose. Moose. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Hey, Savannah, what's going on? Hey, Paul. We have a ton to talk about tonight. Several things that potentially could go long, and I don't want this to go long. So I'm just saying, we have a ton of stuff to talk about. But first, how are you guys doing? I, I thought for sure you were going to do a Snyder Watch. <laughs> you were just like kicking no, the, like, I don't but know. first, Snyder Watch. They're, they're, I did have a Snyder watch in the in the barrel for last week, but it really isn't that big of a news story, so I think I'm just going to skip it. Yeah, and we got we got a lot this time anyway. Yeah. So we should start with I'm good by the way. Um we should start with what people watched and one one of our fans already wants to share, I think. Hey, what do you guys watch you in the chat there? What do you guys watch? And while they're typing that up and when they're typing that up, listeners, remember Thursdays at 8.30-ish. We're just going to keep pushing it back. Mm. Central time. Hit us up, and you can also attempt to derail us in the chat. Mm-hmm. It's not hard to do. Not even a little. Paul says, ugh, stupid air people. That's a, that's kind of a story that I I noted down. I'll run through that super quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, David Iyer blasts su- Suicide Squad. Quote, the Studio cut is not my movie. So talking about the first Suicide Squad movie, uh, he has actually been very tight-lipped about it. I think he probably seen what happened with uh, the the Fantastic Four director's career and is like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to make a big fuss. I'll be like, you know what? It's fine. It's fine. Uh, but he finally said, like, kind of spoke out a little bit against it and mm-hmm. basically said, like, well, that's not like I had an amazing cut. Right, an amazing movie. Mm-hmm. The studio version is not my movie. And um Yeah, that's like the extended trailer version, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, that's not my movie, and then uh, I'm not gonna talk anymore about it. Okay. Uh, uh not me, him. That's mm-hmm. what he said. But of course, uh, you know, ha- hashtag release the air cut was trending with like twenty one thousand tweets today. So mm-hmm. okay, so Savannah. Savannah watched, was it a movie called Save Yourselves? It's something she was excited about. She highly re- recommends it. Uh, she says it has the Indian girl from Glow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, she was good. I liked her in that. Um, Save Yourselves. What is this? Okay, 2020 movie. Sunita Manny? Oh, I'm not good with... Names? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are you good at spelling? Me? Yeah. Uh, I used to be okay at it. I, I was just discussing with my sisters because I can spell good and neither of them can. 
at all. G O O D. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and um, I can pronounce names way way better than they can. So I wonder if it's related. Like if you if you can spell stuff, it's easier for you to sound out names than uh, you know if you're a bad speller. But no, I think my problem is it's foreign names. Okay, it's it's foreign names that I don't quite have a good grasp on what the sounding out is supposed to sound like right like when and i realize that makes me look like stupid american i've had some awkward moments at the beginning of interviews for clients trying to like get their name right Mm -hmm. um in the past and some people are okay about it and some people have a very like short patient don't have a lot of patience for it and i'm just like listen i understand how it makes me sound but i'm genuine genuinely trying to get it right because i don't want to send i don't want to be disrespectful whatever um mm-hmm. but that's my whole thing that's what i mean usually when i'm like i can't say names yeah if it's not bob smith <laughs> then, then you know i have yeah. trouble but i try yeah she said aliens attack so this actually i have not heard of this movie it sounds interesting a young brooklyn couple head to an upstate couple uh, cabin to unplug from their phones and reconnect with each other Okay, I was like, okay. Blissfully unaware of their surroundings, they are left on their left to their own devices as the planet falls under attack, and that kind of sounds fun. So, mm-hmm. Nodskov? I don't know. <laughs> Russian's a little bit different. You just gotta say it like oh, conviction in your. Phone. You're close. <laughs> say it like you mean it. It's Nodskov. Nodskov. Yeah, but mm-hmm. she says it the American way. <laughs> Um, I, I don't think it's Russian anyway. I think it's Danish, but yeah, that's just because of her brother's name. <laughs> her brother's name's Dane. Okay. Anyway, um, uh, moving on. Paul had also commented. Oh, he he's been watching Dark Side of the '90s, which he recommended to me and Melanie, but we don't have whatever stupid pseudo cable subscription hulu requires to watch it like you Mm -hmm. need their live tv subscription or something yeah Uh, and i'm like i ain't doing that um and also he says some old doctor who yeah also savannah says it's russian yeah okay well i was wrong sorry so what did you watch randy oh my gosh so well so many first i feel like i've been talking a little bit for a while uh Mm -hmm. wait i'm not gonna Never mind. I was going to try to segue and give Jesse a chance to talk, but like you literally just went off cam. So that's the wrong time to do it. Okay. <laughs> hey, Jesse, what have you, what you been up to? You've been watching anything? You've been doing anything fun? Well, I've, I've been watching two things. Uh, I watched all the rest of Invincible. I, I basically binged Invincible over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a little thing called He Man. Not called He Man, called anything but He Man. We'll get into mm. that. It's not it's not called He-Man. He-Man's not, not even in the He-Man. title. No, it's not even in the title. We'll get, we'll get into, into that. it. We'll get into it. Just yeah. just calm down everybody. We're going to cover that. Mhm. I've been waiting. I yeah. I made Melanie watch it. <laughs> she would not have wanted to <laughs> I'm watch. Sorry. It. I'm sorry. But as soon as I seen like how how it was being just the reaction to it, I was like we have to cover this. Melanie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well uh, i think that holly would actually enjoy this one but like also i'm not going to make her watch this unless she actually wants to right mm-hmm. 
Uh, what'd you think of Invincible? So you finally finished the uh, first season. Yeah, that's it's great. I mean, like mm-hmm. they cover a lot of storylines. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, like it's it's basically like the comics, but like way fast forward compared. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like listening to a podcast on one point five speed. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. two times speed. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I guess there's a lot of maybe character stuff and just you know things like that that get, got dropped. Mm-hmm. But it's if you know how it goes in the comics, it does feel rushed. But watching it, it's not like it feels like it's rushing through a bunch of stuff. It's just lots of stuff happens. Right. Uh, yeah, I do remember being a couple episodes in in and being like, oh, they're already doing they're already doing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I understand that you have to try and grab people because it's a TV show, so it's not going to work the same as as a book. But I do worry that they're going to blow through all the material a little quickly, um, and then what are they going to do? They they're still so much. I was yeah. going to say at the end, at the, vi- the very last episode, oh, hit my mic. Uh, at the very last episode, where he's like, "What are you going to do?" He's like, I guess I'll graduate high school, but they do this whole montage of everything that's still a dangling plot thread. It was like. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh I didn't know they had a prequel comic. To the He Man show. Oh the, okay. The anything but He Man show. Wait, are you talking about He Man? No, there were um there were various invincible spin-off comics though. Oh. Uh oh. there were a few I'm pretty sure that's what Paul's talking about though. There is a prequel comic to The He Man yeah. The the not He Man show. Okay. I just I might I think I just caught it late or maybe. Yeah, it's called the original series. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on who you talk to, they will disagree with you vehemently. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, well, Melanie and I watched a couple things. Uh, for one, we watched Kingdom. I'm here's a name. How did they? They said it. The it's spelled A S H I N, but in the show, it sounded like they were saying Ashina. So I'll say Ashina of the North Kingdom looks like Ashen of the North. Mm-hmm. And it is a feature length special episode prequel to the uh, uh, Netflix series Kingdom, which has two mm-hmm. seasons out. We watched it. It's the South Korean political zombie horror. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like political thriller slash zombie horror sh- series. Super good. Mm hmm. And I didn't even know they were doing this prequel movie. And I seen it there and I was like, oh, this is what we're watching. And so we watched it. And I was, I was like, wait, who is this Ashina anyway? Like, who is this character that this is their prequel story? I don't, who is it? And I went and looked back in uh, at the end of like season two. And it's literally a character that shows up in like the last scene of season two that we know nothing about. I'm like, how are they going to do this prequel movie about a character we've literally seen in one shot mm-hmm. of the entire series? Yeah, but I was figuring it's they did it that they gave the prequel to establish that character for people who don't know who she is. So that when they focus on her heavily, I'm assuming in the next season will be caught up or whatever. If, if if we won't talk too much about it, because kind of by the nature of it there's a lot of spoilers especially if you haven't watched the series at all the series i know zombies have like you know kind of been played out for a while for a lot of people it's the best zombie tv show mm-hmm. of the last quite a while um and the political like so it's it's 
I guess kind of a medieval time period, but it takes place in South Korea. It's a period piece. And it is as much, if not more, like political intrigue and drama. Mm-hmm. And then zombie horror done really well. We've talked about we've talked about it a couple times on the show, actually. I think mm-hmm. uh we first mentioned it when we had Pete on way back, like the second time Pete Mitchell was on the show, and then whatever. But this prequel special episode, it's pretty much a movie. Uh why is the YouTube stream being stupid, Paul asks? It's YouTube. Right. <laughs> Watch it literally anywhere else. <laughs> Bootleg. Twitch. I recommend Twitch, mm. especially for my uh, TikTokers. Watch it on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this this prequel episode prequel episode thing was great. It I was thought. great. Did you? Yeah. What What did you think? I've talked a lot. Yeah, I thought it was amazing. No, no, it wasn't amazing. It was very good. Um, it's hard to say anything's amazing though. Um, really super interesting character, uh, and the story was. It was good. It fit in with uh, the rest of the series. There's always some things that I think it's just a cultural thing that I'm like, why? Why? Why would they do that? But, you know, that's that's fine. And it takes the story where it needs to go. And it's great. It's great. It's a good character, and I'm excited to see what they do with her. Oh, Paul says Twitch doesn't work on Roku. How does Twitch not have a Roku app? That's shocking to me. Or a Roku, whatever they call it. That's probably why uh, the YouTube thing's being stupid. Roku. Roku. Uh, It's the Roku YouTube not connection. I will say... It's not Google. Kingdom, this prequel thing, maybe watch the series first. I think it does work on its own, but there's some spoiler stuff Mm -hmm. if you haven't seen the series. Um, But I I think it's a decent horror movie type thing but honestly like zombies don't play into the plot at all until almost the end of the thing like it's all kind of um character origin story and and uh political drama tragedy i guess but i'll get off of it now it's good highly Mm -hmm. recommend especially if you've watched the series check it out for sure yep um we also watched see you yesterday Jesse, have you heard of this? See you. What's that yesterday. stand for? Oh, see you yesterday. As in see you tomorrow, but it's oh. yesterday. Instead um, of see you next week. Not that. Or Tuesday. Tuesday. I yeah. messed it up. I messed it up. That's okay. See I, knew you what, ne- I knew what you were going for. Week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I haven't seen this. On a Tuesday or any day. You cun <laughs> <laughs> Uh. Yeah, so this is a, a 2019, Paul says, I saw that yesterday, actually. Uh, oh. 2019 time travel movie has a Michael J. Fox cameo. He has a speaking role. It's great wow. to see him. He looks pretty good for however old he must be, but he always looked super young anyway. Yeah. Um, it's always a little kind of sad, a little bit. like Yeah. You know, because you could tell they have to... When they go to close-ups of him in speaking dialogue, you know, you can tell maybe they cut things, cut around. Yeah, the and they were extreme shakes, I guess. They always have to have him like doing something too, you know, like picking something up off the desk and moving it around. I don't know, whatever. Um, but I thought it, I 
thought he looked pretty good and it, it looked it, great yeah. really yeah um but you know whatever the movie's not about him but it was a nice back to the future nod uh they even give him a line he's great scott so you know that's fun and that kind of plays into the weirdness of the movie so it's time travel movie where these two high school students invent these time travel backpacks they can only go back like a day or so it kind of fluctuates as the movie goes um but it's more so it's got like like it wants to be fun time travel adventure you know kind of carefree fun but at the same time the kind of key driving thing of the plot is a black lives matter uh police murder thing oh that they're trying so, to prevent with the time travel yeah, yeah they're the characters are all i think all the main characters are black and it's mm -hmm. it's definitely has that social message so, i mean it's an interesting thing to approach like let's approach this issue with time travel and you know whatever and play with it but it's it's really weird because it becomes like trying to prevent like this person got murdered by the police and then how can we go back and change this and like it's it's mm -hmm. it's a little bit that time travel thing where you go back to try to fix a thing and then it just ends up more jacked up or jacked up in another way and so you right. just keep trying to whatever so it's approaching this like really serious and real and heavy subject matter and it's also like has dramatic moments like there's stakes for the characters yet also wants to be a fun a couple of teens invented time travel wacky adventure mm -hmm. and the tone is a little weird because of it oh the uh in in my tiktok chat uh they say that the person who was shot was the main character's brother so that adds extra stakes to it uh mm -hmm. sounds right. like they the people in my chat know what this is and they are on board yeah better shock right. cosplay in particular mm -hmm. yeah it's, no it's it's, it's a good right. movie yeah, we we really do enjoy it. We I mean, we always end up getting spoilery. We were, you know, I was uh, just trying to avoid spoiler like specific. Oh, did I just drop a huge spoiler? <laughs> Not really. Sweet. Not really. <laughs> Sorry guys and guys and guys. Honestly, well, if you know anything about the movie going into it, like I suspected that was the case. You kind of see it coming. Oh. Yeah. But I was just trying to be vague. It doesn't matter, especially if if your chat knows about it anyway. So <laughs> Um, but if you haven't seen the movie, we I would recommend it. I, I like weird tones. Uh, th that's one of the things I look for in movies. Um, and I thought it was great. It was it was not quite the same as that one. What was that one movie with the 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 guy who had a, a um, collar job and he? Uh, oh, uh, sorry to sorry yeah. to bother you. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't nearly as weird as that, but it still had had kind of a similar fun in a strange situation kind of a vibe you know what i mean maddie d says you all can relax i made it for a live event thanks matt yes you did yes you did yeah no it does have a similar it's i don't think it 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 doesn't attempt to be like kind of absurd like sorry to bother you or anything like that uh -huh. it's not that over the top right but it does have that similar like this is part you know fun comedy mm -hmm. part serious uh, social commentary drama right. and it's so weird with disturbing mutants <laughs> wait what? there were <laughs> no uh, uh what do they call i can't say it horse people 
<laughs> Equin, Equisapiens, sapiens, whatever they call sapiens. Oh my goodness. Yeah. There were none of that. There was none of that. I, I will say though, my, my, it's not a perfect movie. Uh, see you yesterday because the characters to me, the, the, the two main characters were at times unbearable and illogical. And mm-hmm. I get, I get you. It's fine to have characters be illogical, but there's certain things like, like the one character who had it seemed to have a equal hand in inventing time. They invented time travel. They mm-hmm. invented time travel, and like some stuff happens, and he's like, "Well, we missed. Well, nah, we missed the. Uh, they what, what? They were trying to do it for like a fair. No, what was it? Um, it was like an expo. They were yeah for school, and the idea is they were they're going to get their scho- get scholarships and stuff, and they missed spoilers. They missed the expo, and he's like, "Well." You know, what's it matter? We missed the expo. I'm like, dude, it's time travel. What are you talking about? What's it matter? You missed the expo. Right. You invented time travel. You can be ruling the world in a month. What are you talking about? So just Mm -hmm. things like that, that I'm like, the characters are. They're pretty dumb for smart people. Kind of. Yeah. Too (laughs) hyper focused on staying in the plot to where it kind of pushes the uh, believability of the characters a little bit. Okay. If people were real, if it was real people that invented time travel, they'd probably be super boring and uh, they definitely wouldn't make a movie about it. <laughs> It'd be like Primer and they just fight with each other. Yeah, I actually I love Primer, but I do have a, friends that are like, I can't watch this. This is boring. I don't know what's happening. Um, but I'd also recommend that one. I think that's one's great. Okay, <laughs> Maddie D. Hey, could we make a pact that if anyone in our group invents time travel, that we come back to this exact time and place? Um, yes. <laughs> what? Did they miss it? <laughs> Did you? No, no, it's never mind. I've been here the whole time. <laughs> what happened to the Melanie that was there a moment ago? What 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 movies did we watch? Did we watch, did we watch anything else? Is that it? Uh, we also started Shadow and Bone, TV oh, yeah. Netflix yeah. series, uh, but we're only a few episodes in. Mm-hmm. I- I'm digging it. It's weird. It's interesting. It's based on a book series. You can definitely tell. But it's a fantasy drama thing. I like the setting because it's like a mesh of things. You've got mm-hmm. like Victorian uh, period London stuff, uh, but like this area is set up like a western old western saloon town Mm -hmm. and then you've got like uh old time russian army stuff over here like it's an interesting mesh of styles and Mm -hmm. and uh, And a lot of harry potter in there a lot of harry potter type plot elements um but i'm enjoying it so far Mm -hmm. me too and apparently people have been because it's there will be another season it's already been oh okay and and I like the one dude from uh, Punisher. I I like him as a character. I like him as an actor, and I like the character that he's playing. I think it suits him well. Yeah, it's got the guy in the Punisher series um, who John Bernthal or the other guy. No, no, no. The villain, the pretty boy who was supposed to get. Oh ugly, yeah, yeah. And they didn't make him ugly because lack <laughs> right. of conviction. I don't know. <laughs> right, right. But I do like that actor. Yeah, and and he plays a certain type of character very well, and it kind of seems how he is on this in this show. Mm-hmm. So, oh, look at Maddie D busting out some old taglines there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, old taglines. Remember that man. Yeah. 
we should have been like, in the future, we're not going to do it in the futures anymore. Remember when we did all sorts of stuff pre-100? That was weird. Yeah. Everybody else remembers 100, right? Yeah, it was great. That was like the was best a, one. That was our best episode, probably. If yeah. you missed that episode, oh, that was tough. That was a chance of a lifetime. And you yeah, really should <laughs> invent time travel so you can hear it again. Because yeah. that's how podcasts work. Yep. <laughs> oh, Maddie D says it's his favorite. Episode. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, we're, we're very inside of our own lore at this point. So we really are. Primer rules and all. Um. Okay. Real quick, let's do a react at the news, and then we'll get to the main topic. Okay. And this is official. Like this is BBC. BBC reported this, so this isn't no like the sun or whatever it is that weird publication over over there that reports a bunch of rumors and nonsense 100 was the culmination of all the grolics uh, the end game for grolics yeah mm-hmm. paul says 100 question mark hashtag release the 100 cut <laughs> uh, our episodes aren't even numbered i don't know what you're talking about right it's all something something grolics nights now we, re- we just mean, ba- we just make nerd sounds into our phones. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Just nerd sounds. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Oh, that was weird. It was weird. Man, I wish my TikTokers could have seen that. This is gonna be so. I was about to say this is gonna be so confusing for audio listeners. What is going on? Man, I'm not cutting it. Okay. Doctor Who. Oh. Jody Whittaker. And Chris Chibnall to leave in 2022. Oh, so I'm so sad. It is the thing we didn't want. Yeah, we wanted. Listen, I don't. Chibnall's going to have a job. I don't want. I'm not saying I don't want Chibnall to work. I love Broadchurch, but we wanted Chibnall gone. He sucks on the show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This was not his jam. Drain the life out of it. And but we. We're hoping that Whitaker would stick around at least another season with a new showrunner so that maybe she could get someone who was not Chibnall to like help her make a better name for her doctor. Right. Almost anybody at this point, I think. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, uh, man. Oh, yeah. That'd be I don't a dream. know if he'd agree to show. Probably not. Could you, he uh, wouldn't, explain? but I know he wouldn't, but he'd be Let great. him. Oh, just let him consult on a bajillion other projects All like he's stories. doing. Yeah. Did you hear? You make the stories. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe that's what they need. They need a showrunner who is not a writer. Uh, and they can just pick good stuff and string it together instead of. Well, the benefit, you the know, benefit of having a showrunner writer is they, they'll, they will craft like the overall like season or series mm-hmm. plot. And then they'll kind of like oversee the other scripts that come in because like Moffat, he'd only write once he was showrunner, he'd only write an episode or two, but he would then like structure the whole overarching plot and kind of like, we need to get here. Um, and then they kind of pepper that through the other episodes that they don't necessarily write. Um, they should just hire me because I don't write, but I still do that. I do that when I watch read stories and watch movies. And I'm like, you know what? I do the like uh what is the the um cinematic universe thing. I'm like if we put this and that and this together, it would be like oh, the this. Pitch. You want to do the yeah. pitch. Yeah. Yeah. 
the thing I found, and I, I'm going to continue to like harp on the showrunners because they are the like they become the public face of everything that happens behind the production of the show, right? Um, <laughs> they bring back Philip Hinchcliffe, especially with time travel. Like, just bring back really old showrunners. Like, bring mm-hmm. back uh, <laughs> literally Terrence, Terrence Dick. Brings- yeah, bring back Terrence Dick. Dude's dead, but. Doesn't have to be. He, <laughs> like they're all about the Daleks. Every episode is Daleks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What continuity? I made it, dude. He would, he would so like bring in old doctors and whatnot too. I love the mm-hmm. old, the old series. The new series, you can't help it. Contradices or con, con, what? Contradicts its own continuity all the time but like the old series they'd have writers i think you invented an accurate word there you said contraduces so it's contradicts and produces so it contraduces it creates its own contradictions they Mm -hmm. would contradict stuff that would contradict like things that they themselves written (laughs) before so uh, yeah Mm -hmm. i you know what i think they should do if i mean now that we're gaining the technology maybe they can work on it a little bit more but since we have deep fakes and such now they should have old doctors in new episodes because i i can't imagine being a time traveler that lives that long and goes all over that you don't run into yourself pretty frequently you know i would think or or better yet to bring around uh some of the old uh companions and have them like somebody comes into the tardis and there's you know jamie and they're like oh hey you know something like that they they yeah especially while he's still around and very active in the in the big finish Right. Productions. I mean, yeah. and they I remember the age him a bit and there you go. I don't remember which episode it was during. It was during, I think this last season of Doctor Who, but there was something where a bunch of people, they were like trying to find the TARDIS or find the, you know, find the doctor, or the doctor crew, or maybe it was the doctor was trying to find, I don't know, but I love the idea of people like trying to find uh, the TARDIS crew and they find the TARDIS and run in all excited. And it's like some old TARDIS crew that they never right. seen before and they're like mm-hmm. uh what i would love that that would be great that'd be a great gag mm-hmm. and people would pop for it you know yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. Um, that reminds me of there being a pool in the tardis i don't know why uh random stuff anyway so more on this news story mm-hmm. um ryan won't let that happen like paul said <laughs> so they're they're out of the show <laughs> right ryan's gone he has no say in what happens uh autumn 20 autumn of 2022 they're gone so uh this year we are getting a six parts season a six part series so six episodes and it's all um chibnall has been saying that it's it's all one story like more so than usual more so than monster of the week with the overarching series Mm -hmm. you know plot it's one continuous serialized thing which I remember when he first came on, him saying that's what he's doing right from the beginning. Right. Apparently, BBC, I'm guessing, nicks that. Mm-hmm. And oh. he, he finally is able to do it. So, you know, trial mm-hmm. the Time Lord. Look for it. Right. Uh, and then 2022, we're getting three specials. So they're doing mm-hmm. that thing again. Where Great. they give us like six, I guess, if you did we have a new year's special this year six maybe seven episode season and then mm-hmm. for a year and then like 
three specials the next year. That's very. So we're getting an Easter special again, the greatest special that has ever been done in new Doctor Who. Which one was the Easter special? It was a Planet of the Dead with the bus. Oh. And the jewel oh, thief. Okay. Okay. That's... I was being facetious. It's okay. It's not great. Mm-hmm. It's not my yeah. favorite special by far. I'll take the Titanic over that one. Zombies on Easter is good, though. Yeah. Who are they going to have be the doctor then? Or we oh, don't know they yet. Have, oh, no, they're going to make a big deal about that. Probably. So yeah. they're going to now do that before the specials, though? And probably not. Okay. Probably well, that- do it, it'll probably be around the last special. They'll start mm-hmm. ramping up to the big announcement. So we get Jodie Whittaker for six episodes and three specials. Three specials. So one special. Hold on. I have all this information. Um, blah, 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 blah. You. I do have this information. You just gotta give me a second here. Okay. Followed by three specials, the first of which will be broadcast New Year's Day 2022. Then later in spring 2022. So that tracks with Easter. <laughs> Jesse's Easter special. And then in autumn of 2022 will be the final uh, special. And it's supposed to be a feature length special. And then they're, they're you know, they're going to have... New Doctor, new showrunner. 2023 is Doctor Who's 60th anniversary, so there's probably going to be pressure to do some big special for that, too. So, um, yeah. Ooh, that'd be great. Have they ever done that? Halloween special? Maddie D asks. I don't know. Seems like a good time to try it. How is, is Halloween a thing? A big th- Halloween is not a big thing in a lot of other countries. And I think England is one of those, one of those countries. So no. I, I think that's why they don't, we don't get like big doctor who, Halloween. but it came from there. Didn't it? <laughs> I mean, like didn't Halloween essentially come from there as a pagan holiday? Well, I mean, was it more of a religious pagan holiday that we invented over here? Come from, where does anything come from anywhere when it comes to pagan holidays? I don't know. Fair enough. Um, the doctor meets universal monsters. Universal won't let that happen. <laughs> right. Maybe if we use turnips instead of pumpkins, then uh, it'd be more of a big deal to them. But <laughs> Turnips instead of pumpkins. That's what they used to use. Yeah. So anyway, uh, on my rewatch, I'm up. I just finished the first Whitaker season, the first Chibnall oh. season. And is it as jarring as I remember it? <laughs> I, I was I was still full of off, hope though. It starts off real bad. It it starts it's and it's not like they're they're just bad. They're just it goes so bland. And it's so weird for as sour as we were on Moffat at times, going from Moffat, going from Moffat Capaldi into Thirteenth Doctor, it's like just the life completely gets sucked out. It's like no, Moffat knew. So it's like Moffat's like, y'all miss me when I'm gone. <laughs> yeah, the characters are so bland. It, we've talked about it, and we've been we've been doing, I think, these live streams long enough that you could probably go back and, well, that was 2017, so maybe not. But I remember us covering like every episode of that season, and it's it still strikes me as it did then. Like it's so kind of bland. The characters are so rather boring, and. The doctor, like Jody's doctor, doesn't give give in anything. Like she's not a huge presence on her own. And then mixed in with, you know, three other characters, 
be, I feel like some other doctors and the way that they were written, even if they were traveling with three companions on the regular, they're so like big and bombastic that, you know, with the exception of maybe nine, he wasn't super bombastic, but like mm -hmm. definitely 10, 11, and then 13 at times. Um, or yeah, they, they go with war doctor crap, man. They messed, really messed, they messed it, it all up. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, but they're so like, I don't know, energy mm -hmm. that they kind of would control the scene regardless. And Jody, Jody doesn't do that. So I think the best character since Chibnall took over, they killed off in the first episode. Oh yeah. Dude, Grace, Grace yeah. had, Grace was great. She had so much personality. Uh -huh. She was interesting and she had presence and, and yeah, it's, <laughs> they killed the wrong one. <laughs> Yeah, she stole a scene from the frog, man. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, uh, sorry, so frog. <laughs> I, I feel like though this that season because, like I said, I just finished it. I haven't watched like then they did the New Year's special. I haven't watched that yet, but I mean, I've seen it before. Obviously, the second half does improve only because I think the stories get more interesting. The characters aren't really any more interesting, but I feel mm -hmm. like the stories kind of get. Like it kind of like demons of, of Punjab or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. Um, that's a good episode because it's an interesting story, and there's an inherent drama there. But it's not particularly good because of anything that the TARDIS crew contributes to it. It's, and that's kind of where the good stories are that season. Mm -hmm. It's not because the Doctor and the Fam is there. It's just because it's an interesting story. That's kind of a bummer. Yeah, I feel like uh, almost every episode, again, since Chibnall, Chibnall took over, you can basically tell exactly what's going to happen. He's going to meet somebody. They're going to be sweet. They're going to get either die or get screwed over somehow. And then uh, and then they'll do something to foil the bad, big bads of the episodes uh, thing. And then it's over. It's It's very like the same formula over and over and over. Maddie D. Oh, the doctor, the doctor meets Michael Myers and regenerates into Jamie Lee Curtis. Then we get the first female American doctor. BBC <laughs> won't let that happen. They really won't. Uh, Paul says, "Oh crap! Since they recycled faces, it's time for Barrowman to be a doctor." They're not gonna let that happen. No way. I mean, they they get too much bang for the buck out of uh, Captain Jack return, anyways. Plus, after Barrowman doing what he did, well, he didn't do. He did. Yeah, I know. I know. This but, original series, but I mean, like that's perfectly in line with the Captain Jack character. It's not in line with the Doctor. Mm -hmm. Right. Um. That's weird. Okay. Anyway, let's move on. Yeah, let's move on to the. Oh wait, do you have any more news? No. I well, I mean, yes, but no. I'm not. I'm going to skip it all. We don't have time. Uh, I want more Doctor. I don't care. You know, we we kind of trash talk Chibnall and it, but at the same time I'm still going to complain that there's only uh, six seven eight eight episodes in the next two years mm -hmm. to look forward to I hate that type of release schedule they've been doing that for for since Tenant. yeah they need something more consistent I mean I thought that's what we were going to get with a new showrunner was maybe some consistency right and nope mm-hmm yeah. B BBC is weird. Of course, you know, we're American, so we're not super familiar with how 
that all works. But man, it seems like it's just always like behind the scenes political crap. Like they're just always fighting some battle or another because it's like the whole thing of like three years in and Chibnall finally gets to do his like continuous one continuous story for a season that he said he was going to do at the beginning. Mm -hmm. So like BBC definitely has stipulations which it's their property. I get it, but it's, it's strange. Oh, that's true. Maddie D says it's better than 12 years of nothing on TV. Wilderness years, how it was scary. I have been lucky in that I didn't discover Doctor Who till uh, around Matt Smith. So I had a, you know, but listen, I caught up real quick. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you watched I everything. I watched everything. <laughs> and now I want more. That's how you do. When you're a real fan, you watch everything. You take the good and the bad. What do you have? The facts of life. Yes. So let's talk about Masters of the Universe Revelation finally. (laughs) Speaking of take the good and the bad. I'll take the good, which is the show. You guys can have the bad, which is all the fans. fans. Oh, no. Panties. This is not a good deal. Mm -hmm. Here's how it is. Like. Let me tell you a story. <laughs> hey, what's up, Twitch person? He-Man, finally. Hey, right. there we go. Jared uh, finally migrated over to Twitch where he can interact with us. Mm-hmm. Ah, yes. Well, let me tell you, Jared. Let me tell you a story. Um, I'm not... Like, I watched He-Man back in the day when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not a, somebody who, like, kept it around as I grew up. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I remember... The other night I was on Netflix. I was like, oh, I want to watch something. What do I want to watch? And I noticed He-Man Revelations was on. And I was like, or no, sorry. Masters of the Universe Revelation was up. And I was like, oh, I remember us doing that story about Kevin Smith doing this series, blah, blah, blah. Mm, okay. On a whim, I'll play the first episode, see how it strikes me. And then I watched all five episodes. Like I, I played the first episode and just watched them all. Um, I didn't really expect to enjoy it or hate it i was just curious about it i enjoyed it a lot and mm-hmm. i i even sent jesse a message i was like dude the the masters of the universe is pretty solid man yeah i was shocked because you like it had literally just dropped and you had seen all the episodes i was like what i haven't even I seen, cracked it. i even i even when i seen it on netflix i hopped online i was like well what are people saying about it is it good there was nothing yet there were some mm-hmm. reviews like the just the like the reviews from people that got to see it before it was released, like the big news sites and pretty, what pretty decently reviewed one review was like, they need to remember it was a kid's show, but like that was the most <laughs> negative thing. And I was like, which is one of my positives. Yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, is it gritty? It's great. Cool. Um, I'll check it out. So there, like this was before the backlash and then like, yeah, the next later that day I was like, I hopped online and everybody was trashing it. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Right. It, I shouldn't have been surprised, but I was like, okay, they did. Sure. They, they took He-Man out of play for the most part. He's still mm-hmm. in every episode. Go every back episode. He's in every, every episode. One. But mm-hmm. they took him for the most part out of play and did this other thing. And that to me was what was super interesting. I was like, oh, they're not just, it's not just going to be like, pure saturday morning cheese they're just gonna rehash and just whatever it is a little bit of that but also like let's do 
all this other stuff. Let's let's do I don't know. The things that people are so upset about were the most interesting things to me. I was like, that's kind of bold. Okay, that's kind of so interesting. We're gonna get into spoilers, right? Yeah. Because I've got a, I've got somebody in my chat that has is not even done with episode one. Oh. And after episode one, everything changes. So just FYI, yeah, we've got to do spoilers. It, well, we're gonna spoil some things. Yes. If we don't, then I just won't have anything to say. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. Okay. But for from then what from now now on spoilers. Yeah. Yeah, because okay. I I want to jump in it. Big spoilers. <laughs> it's gonna be spoilers we can't hold back melanie it's so interesting watching this with melanie i had her watch this after i discovered the backlash some of the things she reacted at i was like that's that's some of the stuff that the people were reacting at so i think melanie would probably understand some of the complaints mm -hmm. um but i'm gonna stop talking for a little bit and let you guys talk about it fight i didn't know i had some complaints as some of the other people that's crazy but um, well, you I, are the sexist one of us. Uh, well, that's true. <laughs> I'm I'm just messing with you. I don't I don't recall. Okay, so He Man, yeah, like you said, He Man's not really in the picture, and it follows what's that chick's name? Tila. Tila. I don't recall. I mean, I didn't watch like I didn't watch He Man all the time. I watched it sometimes. I was more of a Shira type person, actually, way more like other stuff like Thundercats and whatnot. But um, anyway. I don't remember this chick ever being in there and uh, if she was it not being an, an important part of it at all um, in, in my opinion of it. So I, I, these were, this was like a brand new person that I was following and I didn't have any feelings about it. And I don't understand necessarily why, why anybody would care other than that. She's a chick and that's gotta be what it is. Right. So, so being the oldest, mm -hmm. <laughs> And probably having the most connection to He-Man, almost like I, uh, I'm on a He-Man podcast, <laughs> which I don't right. mention very often because I don't want to muddy the brands. Uh, but yeah, Tila's she's a huge deal. Like oh. she literally, I mean, like they're even hinting at it. Uh, she's she, in the first season. I mm. think it's like the sixth episode. It's Tila's quest. Uh, mm. She's got uh, several mini comics that are kind of devoted to her. She mm. essentially is going to be the next sorceress. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what they're hinting at along Spoiler. the way. Spoiler. Well, I mean, for like 30 years Stuff ago. That hasn't happened. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like everyone knows this except Tila kind of thing, mm -hmm. which is not going to play well considering how well she reacts to stuff that she doesn't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know. Like I said, I don't know enough about He-Man, but I'm curious right. about that. The, the sorceress chick, how old is she? And, um, is, is there no, I guess maybe it's the same with like vampires. It doesn't really matter what age people are because you're always going to be older. Um, Never mind. Uh, let's. It's not important. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So, honestly, I feel like the first episode, and this is getting Melanie to watch this at all. I was nervous about, and I was like, I don't know if I should. Uh, okay, let's try this. And it here's what I was expecting. First episode is a little rough if you're like, oh, because it's you start off and it's kind of still old school status quo. All the characters right. are hyper them. There's 
the puns and Cringer and, yeah. and Orko and Tila's got the beehive. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I feel like it's the end of that episode that is supposed to be the hook. And for me, it was where it's like, oh, it seems like suddenly the two, like the hero and villain of this series are dead. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm derailed. <laughs> Jerry the gnome. Says, oh, wow. On Twitch hey, over there. <laughs> hey, guys. Sorry. Sorry, I'm late. I actually, I'm actually from the future and have traveled back in time to tell you that season two for He-Man is awesome. Did I land right and come in just as you guys were starting to talk about He-Man? <laughs> yes. Yes, Jerry. Thank you for that. Uh, beware spoilers for part two or whatever it is. Um, and that's a whole thing. That's a whole nother thing we can get into in a moment because it's important, I feel, to the backlash. Uh, <laughs> Matty D, W2F. Yeah. Uh, Matt, you, you got to wrangle your mythical friends. They're over on Twitch. Which is fine. Uh, I mean, go ahead. I mean, they can be on Twitch. Hang out on Twitch. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> both of you. <laughs> uh, and that's where the, that's where it like deviates the series. Mm-hmm. And then, so episode two, it might, it has some heavy lifting and uh, Jesse, you'd mentioned in, in messages that, people's reaction is so predictable like you it's like yep, written scripted like you just know. practically scripted at this as point as soon as like we're following oh we're following a female character they give her the edgy flop start haircut. the watch yep yeah. start the now watch. has a new uh a new character friend who's a female friend who and i'm sure this has nothing to do with anyone's outrage happens to be black mm-hmm. uh this character that we don't know and we're following them and they're jacking with the universe. They're changing things. It, it, right. To me, all that I was I was fine with that. Tila as a character is okay. I feel like she's maybe held a grudge a little too long. I get mm-hmm. like whatever, but I feel like you can almost tell Kevin Smith or who Kevin Smith and whoever he worked with to come up with the overall idea of what they were gonna do mm-hmm. went back and was like, what are some character what are some threads we can pull on that's potentially really interesting? And I love the idea of like Oh, you know, this like group of like five people and the one person they don't tell the big secret to. Right. What if they mm-hmm. found out that's super interesting to me. And so they're like, let's do that. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, because my whole thing is like, did you, did you just want the old Saturday morning cartoons again? Because mm-hmm. just find that episode where on the, where they do the flashback on the pirate ship and watch the first like, uh, four minutes with merman or whatever it is. There you go. But if you yeah. want an actual interesting story that's written uh, potentially for adults that follows conventional story structures and is concerned about characters, that's kind of what they were trying to do here. And that's why I don't understand the outrage. It all seems so surface level. Well, when you think about Tila, she's the captain of the guard. In this, she's being uh, upgraded to a man-at-arms and uh, her her best friend, uh, potential love interest has been lying to her this entire time. Her adopted father has been lying to her this entire time. Flippin' Orko knew and has been lying to her this entire time. Even the queen knew. And, you know, like, how is she supposed to do her job? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this would not fly. It's weird that she doesn't know. Right. I mean, I that's mean, kind of the whole thing, too. It's just like, what? Well, you know, 
Lois Lane is supposed to be a good reporter. Uh, this chicken <laughs> can, can true. you know, do her job just as well, I would imagine. Oh, and the talking cat. I forgot about the talking cat. I love the talking cat. That was the only reason, the only reason I ever watched He-Man. Paul says grizzled and war-torn merman was what I needed. I actually love that, too. Uh, I that, wish they would have modulated his voice even a little. Like, ask Kevin Conroy to just do something. Like, look, dude, your character has enormous lips. Just do something. But it was just like he's just like, nah, I'm Batman. I'll just, I'll just do it. <laughs> uh, who is you seem to know this person? Who's this person's name? Just uh, Jared. Jared from Jared. One Stop Comics in oh, Fremont, hey, Nebraska. Jared. Uh, oh, I remember. Okay, I remember the Grolix Knights. You had him on a Grolix Knights, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, or well, back when Grolix Nights was in the interview show, and not <laughs> right, show. and not just the show. It's yeah. just the show. Uh, he says, "I think people do want the old show, but need to have more in-depth storytelling. Even if uh, there's something comforting with the '80s camp, campy stories." Yeah, I mean mm-hmm. that's the thing. I love when potentially goofy or you know just not characters that people take seriously are handled in a serious manner. I don't know why. It, mm-hmm. all, it kind of fascinates me. Uh, and that's kind of what the show tries to do. But at the same time, they never, ab- like the one, like I mentioned, I read one rev- part of one review before I watched it. And it was just like, you know, it's not bad, but like, it's a little, like it tries to be gritty and edgy and uh, maybe, but I was expecting way more adult and way more, if anything, it's the themes are more adult. It deals a lot more with, the concept of death, even though we're kind of in a comic book world where death means nothing. Um, so I, I, yeah, in that respect, I see it, but it's not that hard edged really. No, it's not. It's, it's your traditional classic family fan. It's Lord of the Rings. It's your family style fantasy movie mm-hmm. is the, the plot they're doing. Um, and for me, it worked. I thought it worked pretty well. Orco, like what a oh, Man, he's so goofy. They really did well with Orco. Oh, Orco yeah. and Cringer. I mean, I'm I'm gonna go back to what Melanie was saying. Uh Cringer was awesome. Like mm-hmm. probably one of the most heartbreaking moments for me, uh huge, huge, huge spoiler, uh, is when Cringer and Adam reunite. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. oh, a legit teared up. That, Man, they made me care about Orco. Right? It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what were some of the other things? Uh, let's talk about Evil Lynn. Let's talk about the voice. I mean, we talked about voice right. casting a little bit, but like Lena Headey or Hetty or however you say that uh, mm-hmm. was incredible. I don't yeah. want anyone else to ever voice Evil Lynn ever again. I and I liked what they were doing with her character. And I know mm-hmm. one of Melanie had beef with the end. Melanie, and we'll, and we'll get to it. We're avoiding like the the end end talk, but um, I, I liked what they did with her character a lot. Me too. And I uh, am opposite of all the whiners, maybe because I I think think that it should have gone even more SJW than it did, uh, and that would have made me happy. But they didn't, so. I was going to say Lena, uh, Lena is her. Who did you say did um, the main chick? Was that Buffy? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sarah Michelle Geller. Oh, I, now I realize why uh, Jerry the Gnome just <laughs> popped onto Twitch. <laughs> he wasn't going to miss this episode. Oh, that's right. Sarah Michelle Geller. Slight hot take. I kind of 
I'm not going to say she was bad. I was, her voice acting was the one that I was the least thrilled with. Right. And it was okay, maybe, but it wasn't, it was not great. I think it's just it took me out of it a few she, times. She still just sounds like Buffy and she has like the right. Buffy attitude mm-hmm. and I can't on hear it and I get it's her voice, but maybe that's it. It was, that was slightly distracting to me at times. Like, mm-hmm. You're Buffy. Be quiet. <laughs> not be quiet. I love Buffy, but it, it's such so weird to whatever. Mm-hmm. And I guess I just haven't watched enough of her voice acting work to disassociate that voice with Buffy. I that is Buffy voice that right. I'll mm-hmm. get, I got used to it by the end, but them's fighting words. I'm not saying she's bad or mm-hmm. it's bad, and there's nothing wrong with Buffy. I love some Buffy, but I do think that they were dumb. I mean, the, the friend's fine. They were dumb to give her that haircut. Um, it's an ugly haircut in the first place. Sorry if you have that haircut out there in the world, but it's ugly. Um, but if you're they're not trying to piss people off. Then don't don't do something like that. You know that's that's just that's like kick, kicking somebody while you're after you just pushed them down. You know what I mean? Uh, it was already gonna gonna rile people up, and then you give her that kind of a haircut and whatever combat boots. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that does remind me though. So that that pops up in the second episode. I love the second episode because it introduced. I think what, so, you know, the first episode at the end uh, hooked me a little. I was like, whoa, okay, that's surprising. What are they going to do? The uh-huh. second episode, I, I, you know, her character's fine and her friend character's fine. But what hooked me into the series after in the second episode was the world. <laughs> Masters of the Universe is a weird world anyway. It's uh-huh. that 80s thing where it's mostly your traditional Conan-style fantasy world, except they also have all these other random toys. Here's a robot that we want to work into this. We want to sell. So put this in your world. So it's a little tech magic. But I love this idea of a, for the most part, magical fantasy land that's lost its magic. Mm-hmm. And now they have like tech gr- techno uh, techno technology cults, right? Yeah. And it's transitioning over. Like they go into the triclops is so cool. Like they go into that that whole thing Mm -hmm. and it's all like Tron neon lights everywhere. And I was like, and the music, I knew you would dig that part too. Yeah. Kind of almost Uh synthy. Yeah. I I will agree that second episode made me okay with watching it. Um, I didn't really want to watch it to begin with. And the first episode didn't really make me want to watch it anymore. Um, but but that second episode, yeah, that was awesome. And I'm like, I want some, find some crazy nano juice that you can drink and turn into a robot. That's awesome. That was pretty great. And then they introduced like Blast Attack, which is the stu- he's one of the stupidest He-Man characters mm-hmm. ever. His whole thing is that he blows up. And that mm-hmm. was the thing. It was like, oh, he's going to get hit. And then he's got to power down so he doesn't blow up. And then he gets hit again, blows up spoilers he blows up that's his whole point was he one of those toys that had like his stuff blew off and then he had strings so you could like wind it back up and it they all pulled back together I don't even know if he had strings he just blew up oh, okay. <laughs> you know like so yeah you're like you could lose parts of him mm-hmm. this toy keeps falling apart hmm we can work with that yeah yeah <laughs> oh you lost some parts i guess you have to buy a new one right right <sighs> by the way jerry the gnome i'm 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 seeing your <laughs> comments i can't comment i can't comment on all of them but i'm seeing them 
Maddie D asked Techno Mage. Yeah, Techno Mage. Pretty cool. And And that was Henry Rollins, too. It's so funny because I didn't realize that. And watching it, I I had the thought of, I was like, that was a very Rollins like line. It'd been way better if they had Henry Rollins deliver it. (laughs) They did. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't realize. I was like, that that should have been Henry Rollins. It was. <laughs> Somebody it. should have given him coffee that morning. He was, he was like forty five percent Rollins. They needed at least eighty, and it would have been way better. It's but a good, it's a good love, show. Come on, I love that it was Henry Rollins. Uh, we got Jason Muse in that second episode as Stinkor. He had like one line. I I didn't even realize that. <laughs> yeah, because his voice was modulated with the mask over his nose, and yeah, I like the art. Well, the the artwork in general and the color palette they use, like I like the artwork in general, but the animation I thought was cool. I thought it was good. Yeah. And in researching it a little bit, I found some older articles when it was first announced that they're like, it's going to be an anime because they went to some studio that traditionally does anime and it doesn't come across as anime to me, but then I watched it twice. So rewatching it that second time, watching it, whatever, rewatching it, I could, yeah, okay. I could see the anime influences even a little bit the character design and stuff but especially the the action scenes for sure oh yeah um, for sure just, just got that kind of motion and energy that uh-huh. anime usually has and i think it fit well and even the kind of slightly anime st- I, I feel like it doesn't feel like i have lots of feels i feel like it doesn't come across as particularly anime ish because the character designs are still very close to mm-hmm the 80s designed American toy stuff. But um, the look, the way it's drawn is kind of anime-ish. I think it suits it well, better than I would have expected because part of my beef with more, especially when they do like, and listen, the old 80s cartoons, budgets were cheap. So Mm -hmm. the animation was... Yeah, same walk cycle every time. Yeah, right. But I always liked the artwork itself in the animation. I felt like they were always drawn. It was much more comic booky where there was more detail in the muscles and stuff. There was just less frames. And I feel like, you know, into the nineties and then two thousands, once everything went digital, it was more like flat, flat, you know, um, clean lines and stuff, but flat, not a lot of detail. And I feel like this was a nice, uh, in between where there was still a lot of detail to the muscle and to the shading and stuff, but it was still very smooth clean mm-hmm. lines and stuff yeah but it's he-man so they gotta have all the popping abs and stuff you know tila's arms yeah oh my god yeah those aren't muscle those aren't those aren't those are just man arms okay they took man at arms. arms they took it a little literally and i get yeah. they're trying to like she's a beefy chick but and i'm not saying they have to like draw her more feminine but her arms just don't look like even a beefy woman's arms. They just look like they slapped man arms on her. Well, sorry. Some of us have manly arms, okay? Not even you. You don't look like you have man arms. I was I was told before that I had very large arms for a girl. Well, that might be so. I'm not I'm not agreeing to that or anything, but I'm mm-hmm. but did they say, "Wow, it looks like they just put someone's a, a man's arms on you?" Not exactly, no. <laughs> but I feel for her and her big man arms. Uh, but she was my least favorite person in the whole show. Yeah. Yeah, she was boring. 
Yeah, well, while we're on that, what what else was a nitpick thing that we didn't like? What are the things we didn't? Let's zero in on the on the salt for a second. Mm-hmm. Listen, Melanie did not like the show. Don't let no. her fool you. She oh no, I, I didn't. I didn't like it. She's being nice, and we we did not fight about the end, but we had to stop talking about the end after it was over. <laughs> you had a debate. Surprised that she didn't like it. I loved the end, not knowing when I first watched it, if there was more, I was like, if that's really how they're going to leave it, that's amazing. And I thought that would be the selling point for Melanie, but she, she didn't dig it. No. Oh yeah. I, we, we already went full spoilers, right? Yes. Yeah. We're going full, full spoilers okay. now. Yeah. My, my, my biggest beef is if you're going to kill off He-Man, leave him dead. Stay away from it. I don't want to see him again. Why, why, why would you go back? And not only him, but then freaking Skeletor too. Just leave them gone. Don't don't have sorry. Don't have them be in the show anymore. The thing that I think they should have done, personally, is at the end they go back after they get their magic swords or whatever, and then you know what happens? Then the chicks get to rule the land in peace because they are wise enough to realize that they need magic and fighting over it and whatever is just destroying the world so there you go women rule the world and there's peace and love and happiness for the rest of time there you go that's that that was the appropriate ending i want to know why they didn't just call she-ra that's true because she's a way better everything than because a different studio has her licensing right now oh oh, that's why yeah they do I, I don't also, really, I, I don't care for the new Shira that much. I mean, it's not bad, but it's not, it's not my Shira. Right. Paul, Paul says because quote a world without Superman end quote. M- Melanie's like, Melanie had beef with a lot of the things that I think the angry fanboys had beef with. Except as you can hear, coming from a complete opposite angle. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> like if Melanie's version of of it was like what's the what's that meme like? This is this is the He Man the whatever's want oh yeah this is the future the liberals want yeah melanie's is the he-man the angry fanboys fear (laughs) yeah well i mean if you're already going that way and you know you're you know have to know you're gonna anger people why not go the full way why not do it all and and bringing he-man back and then bringing i don't believe anymore that anybody can die it's it's not real I don't even. He man's not dead, you know. Even you want to get now, a, not dead. Into actual spoilers for stuff that's not released yet because Kevin Smith has loose lips. It's interesting. Yeah. Now you said like if they wanted to make people mad, they genuinely didn't. I, I Kevin Smith talks about it like he he wasn't trying to make. He thought this was like this would please all the fans because well and, Kevin Smith it, made Walrus too. Or Tusk, it's called, right? Tusk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that whatever that other yoga hosers. Yoga hosers. So yeah. don't he doesn't know what hosers. people want. <laughs> okay. I don't think he, I think he did great. I think, and he didn't write all of this, right? Mm-hmm. And he didn't even produce it on his own. He's just part of it. Mm-hmm. But I think they did great. Their, I think their miscalculation is, well, it's not their miscalculation. They didn't do anything. Smith did nothing wrong. Um, <laughs> I think their miscalculation was assuming everyone wanted a good story. And I yeah. don't think that's what people want. 
The right. other thing is also like breaking it in half, I think is a big part of this, you know, like I feel like that's and and they the people that produced the show had nothing to do with the way it's released. They didn't know it was going to be released in two parts. I'm let's talk a little bit about some of the stuff Kevin Smith said on what was that episode you shared me with? It was uh, a Fat Man Beyond. Fat Man Beyond. Um, he was on with the guy that played Orko. Mm-hmm. And he said a whole bunch of stuff. He probably a lot of things has said. Right. Like, first of all, Tila does not get the power. <laughs> she does not raise the sword. And that's what all the, that's what all, that's all the fanboys <laughs> are so that she's going to, she's going to become the He-Man. Ugh. Like I, they're so worried about that. That's not going to happen. I didn't think she should have either. Even if the women ruled the world, then it should have been evil in, um, you know, I mean, <laughs> right. Oh, you were also to talk about something you seem very upset about is Evil Lynn's basically undoing her character arc. Yeah. Okay. And I loved her angle of like, yeah, it's it's the like I don't I don't mean like obedient, but like loyal the loyal wife or whatever who after the husband's gone's like, what did I do with my life? Like I spent my life basically like enabling this guy to do his live his best life and i ignored mine Mm -hmm. and so i loved that's like that's just not that's a very realistic character arc you know personal conflict that i think a lot of people have at some point that you don't ever see addressed in cartoons of all things like right right yeah and to have her so quickly switch back and be like i I don't think it's gonna stick right it shouldn't happen in the first place i know it's probably not gonna stick in fact Okay, so Kevin Smith said that's kind of count. That's kind of like Evelyn's whole deal is like you never know. She could flip on a dime and betray Skeletor just as fast as anyone else. Mm-hmm. She part two. There's a big focus on her. She plays a big role in part two. So I know they're not done with her character arc. Um, okay, warning everybody: spoiler, spoiler for stuff that's not out yet. I mean, the information's out there. Kevin Smith said it. Uh, He-Man not dead, which is a little disappointing because, yes, they killed him twice. The first time, and then they brought him back, and I was like, "Ah, that's a little cheesy, but whatever, fine. It's cartoon. You know, it's it's Masters of the Universe. And then just to, like, stab him then, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, oh, did they just, like, fake us out, like, set us up with this, like, oh, everything's fine, just to, like, literally drill the knife deeper? I love that. He's not in. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. There are people upset that there was like, they killed off the two main characters, people that we want to see. I mean, sure. If you want to, that's fine. Apparently they have, they are in the part two They're They have a big role in it, including like huge battle scenes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, or go. I know. I know. I was like, that's a spoiler that bugs me a little yeah. bit. I was like, yeah, dude, like don't. Dude, no. No. And, and he had his, ga- and you know, I had that whole thing where I was like, Oh, I see it. I see the Gandalf moment. And we know that Gandalf didn't stay dead either. Yeah. So that, that was, yeah, that was probably the most disappointing thing to me of all. Yeah. That nobody can die. Even the bad guys, like that one dude. I mean, I know you said it's the thing. He blows up, but he blowed up. He blew up. In a room with three other people, and they were all fine, right? You know? Well, I mean, like Trapjaw had a new eye, but yeah. <laughs> after getting that, buzzsawed in the face, that was something I didn't notice the first watch. That yeah, you pointed out, Melanie, because yeah, he got the buzzsaw in the head. I was like, whoa, 
They're playing yeah. for keeps. And but no, he shows up in the next episode. He's just got right. like, yeah, he's he's fine. So, Listen, yeah. he's a monster. His brain might be elsewhere. We don't know his anatomy. I, I think the only people who got killed in the whole show really that maybe actually died kind of are the zombies that they fought when they were in the hell realm place. Right. And were they even real? No, they weren't. They were they were imaginary and they were zombies. You think they're gonna be bring back robot guy? I loved his. Oh, Roboto might be dead, and and uh, Moss Man, those two, right? Yeah. But I mean, like they're in heaven, so you see them. Mm-hmm. Well, Roboto, what ha- though. What he, happens if you die yeah. in heaven? But he doesn't have a soul anyway, right? So let's. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I liked I liked Roboto. I liked when he's fighting the zombies, and it's like every shot, he's like, "Sorry, pardon me." Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. You're right. Like super polite while blowing these zombies away. And then I'm not going to say that, man. It's I'm not going to say it. Uh, but I liked his bit with the fear at the end. And he's like, you know, whatever. What a way to go. Like it's such a weird but interesting way to take him out. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that Paul wants us to talk about Tony Todd. What do you think of Scareglow? Because this is the first time we've ever seen Scareglow oh. in a series. Oh, interesting. I liked it. I liked it, man. I love. I love that episode, the hell episode, or yeah. the underworld, or Sub- whatever, Subternia, or whatever Subternia. they called it. I liked. I actually kind of was like, ah, oh, this is very, you know, not hack, but very like cliche thing to do. The whole thing kind of is, but uh, mm-hmm. I liked it. I liked how it played out. I even liked the part I was like least ex- excited for going into it the first time because I kind of knew what it was going to be. Um, was Tila's whole bit, and there's actually stuff in there that I loved when they have that, like, you know, their twisted version of He Man talking, like, talking to her, <laughs> and they use the line, it's so good when uh, he's talking about like the power people have over each other, just like to kind of not manipulate, but basically to kind of cause fear, to cause cons- whatever. <laughs> The power that people have over each over each other, I have the power. And was, it was so yes. Good. Oh my god! I was yeah. Like, oh, they use the line in such a like dark, twisted Creepy way. Creepy way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was so funny. Um, I I like that episode a lot. They they split off. Made Orko awesome in that too. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. they split off. Uh, Evelyn and Orko, and I kind of like. Okay, I know what they're gonna do here, but it still worked. Mm-hmm. It still right. worked. And then even Orko, the Orko going out, man. Mm-hmm. And, and I didn't catch it because I'm not a big Lord of the Rings guy, but like even his final line is apparently straight taken from Gandalf. So maybe I, was, I was ready for it. I was ready for fly, you fools. <laughs> right. But it's so good. The voice actor who does Orko is actually pretty awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He, he can just do that voice. It's not. He played Arthur in the uh, live action tick for yeah. Amazon. Yeah. Paul says Orko finally did magic and it was cool, man. I liked the, yeah. just the, like the use of the rings and stuff that it was mm-hmm. super cool. So I don't know. I liked it. Here's the thing though, from what, uh, from what I gathered listening to that episode of Batman, uh, fat man beyond, uh, part two, which they didn't know was going to be split up by Netflix. They just assumed the whole thing was going to be, um, released at once. It's already done. Right. Part two, Sounds like it kind of gives these fanboys everything, everything they want. It cha- fixes everything that 
made the fanboys mad about this first part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I got thinking, I was telling Jesse in messages the other day, I was like, conspiracy hat time. Right. Netflix, like part of their job, part of what they do is they analyze data. And Jesse had said, like, it's so predictable, the fanboy outrage, like you can, well, he didn't say Mm -hmm. those exact words, but like the outrage and the backlash that you could, you just know. Yeah. Maybe Netflix, they did just know because Kevin Mm -hmm. Smith even told, even said he was concerned, you know, he was obviously like, oh, like Netflix is going to be upset. Like everybody hates it. Um, right. And they're like, and their response was basically like, no, dude, this is great. This is this great. Is great news. This is amazing PR. And then they're like, what? Seven, five to 7,000 fans are mad about it. We have X millions of subscribers. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Like, this is good for the show. What if Netflix is like, you know what? Fanboy outrage. If we split it right here mm-hmm. and release that and let it sit. PR through the roof. People are going to be so upset. Well, I'm pretty certain I never would have watched it unless uh, people hadn't freaked out because that's why Randy wanted me to watch it. Right. So we could talk about it. I uh, I wonder, though, if it isn't backfiring on them because I expected it to still be trending and it's not. That's the thing. It dropped off so fast. Like even just the whole backlash. I feel like waiting till today where we missed it. Mm-hmm. Right. Right, everybody's already been mad, and now they've left it behind. They're like, "I'm done with this." He man well, said to me, "Well, twice. maybe, maybe <laughs> that's that's because of Kevin Smith because he came out too quick to respond to it." Right. I don't think that those people like that's like a two hour, two and a half. That's like two hour over two hour episode. People aren't gonna listen right. to all that. Well, they're they're not, but though. somebody will, and they'll comment on it, and then they'll hear that, and then it'll appease them. When he popped off during a live, uh, like a live stream when it first hit or something. And mm-hmm. that's what, like, he, he was a little reactive at that point. Yeah. And that's what everybody latched on to. And then this Fat Man Beyond episode was after he had already done all the cooling down and talking to more level heads and whatnot. You know, Kevin Smith got a Kevin Smith first. <laughs> and, right, exactly. Which, I mean, Dude, and he uploaded. There's so many videos on his channel that they had pre-recorded, ready to go. He released a commentary video for every episode with the writers of that episode, right? Because again, he didn't just write this by himself. It's a show, and that's how they do. They have different writers write different stuff. Um, so, like that initial like onslaught must have been, I would assume, very disheartening. And oh, he's yeah. got all this stuff ready in the in the barrel to like release and like hype it up and and it's just people hate on it the rotten tomato score that's that's when i was like it's jarring oh man crazy dude critic scores like 94 95 mm-hmm. super it's up there. yeah higher than i expected the audience score it's like 36 and that's before they quit uh allowing you like you can't even rate it now that, that was you can you can rate it again i rated it today. okay yeah okay yeah i rated it today i was like i'm gonna beef it up yeah. <laughs> right we we watched something i think it was something that you sent to us actually jesse uh or somebody complaining about it and they oh yeah and they started saying something about they shut the comment the the rating thing off um because everybody they didn't want everybody to know how how much everybody hated it and i'm like no it's not even that it's because people were targeting it, you know, right. 
And that's why the score ended up so low, I would imagine. Because I wasn't, I'm not a big He-Man fan. I didn't really care for it. I still didn't think it was that bad. And I wouldn't have rated it lowly or that low, at least. Well, I think um, that's the thing is like when I hate a thing, first of all, mm-hmm. I tell you guys, yeah. I, I tell the Grolix podcast universe right. because that's what we do. But other than that, I don't like, I don't go give the thing a rating at all. Like it's mm-hmm. just not even on my radar anymore. You know, like I mm-hmm. move on with my life. Right. I get it out of my system here and that's it. If I dislike a thing enough, what was that? By the way, was Maddie D. Printer. I just I, I I seen the hashtag one you did. I just read the comment you did before that. I <laughs> yeah, I won't read that one, but dude, don't worry about it. You you could be a little politically incorrect in the chat. That's fine. Mm-hmm. We know you. We know you. We're just not gonna put you on blast like that. Yeah. If there's something that uh, the go-to, the go-to just because we spent so long complaining about it was um What's the movie? I can't even remember the movie now. Justice League. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 not that. It might as well be. Yeah. If there's yeah, if there's a thing, especially if it's a thing we're kind of excited for. I think with Justice League both times. Oh, it's Brightburn. We like we Brightburn. Brightburn yeah. Right. Where if I really kind of dislike something, I will get excited to put it on blast on the podcast because it's right. fun to be salty sometimes. Um, I'm not going to go to the creators. I'm not going to tweet the creators, right. no. tweet them yeah. death threats, tell them they suck. Uh, I'm not going to go review bomb it on every site that lets me review. If, if I'm on Letterboxd, I'll give it a low score because I, right. I score. That's just my thing mm-hmm. over there. That's, I keep track of what I score things, but like, I'm not going to go out of my way to try to like, how do people, do people have like fake accounts that they set up to, well, I think there's that too, you know, yeah. like, like I, I don't. I don't yeah. know how that works, but they, that's they're on it. a mission and they want to tear it down. That's the thing. Like even bright burn. I'm not like, I'm going to go make sure the world knows this is right. terrible. It's like, no, I'm going to have fun talking about what this bugs me about this thing on the podcast, but I'm mm-hmm. not going to like make a deal of it. And, and people, right. But Jesse, you, and maybe you don't want to, but you, you had mentioned like, there's a lot of people who want to be that guy. I can't remember his name. Oh, they want to be Ben Shapiro, the Ben Shapiro of pop culture, you know, like, because there isn't like the official guy, the closest thing to it would be Joe Rogan, but Joe Rogan's so all over the place, Mm -hmm. but they want to, they want to be analytically, uh, acerbic. Like they want to cut this thing down and sound as smart as possible doing it. And that's what they sound like. They sound like they're playing like a, almost like a caricature of that guy, but for He-Man. It was like, mm-hmm. He-Man doesn't need a Ben Shapiro. Right. It doesn't need, I mean, who, who else does what Ben Shapiro does? That's the one that comes to mind. Mm-hmm. We don't need the Tucker Carlson of He-Man. And it's, and, and they know it's like, yeah, because you can get, ears and eyes and a following by the doing those hot takes doing right. those hot takes i i mean then why do you think i t- t- i even asked them for a good name for the stream and melanie threw out mistress of the universe i was like that's pretty good um you know yeah you you, you try to c- catch that attention but we're not the type that are like it feels very disingenuous from a lot of people and if mm-hmm. it is genuine like dude, you're just then- an idiot you're just a jerk yeah. Because if you did almost the exact same story, you'd have to change it a little bit, but it was man at arms mm-hmm. instead of Tila. Right. I doubt there'd be as big of a backlash. Right, right. 
Well, and that makes sense too. I mean, but it wouldn't be as compelling of a story because yeah. Man at Arms was in on it the whole time, you know? Right. Right. They'd have to change some things, right? Like, you right. Can, he's like, I'm mad that I'm I didn't so tell mad. you. Yeah. I'm mad I didn't tell you. Yeah. And she has, you know, is the love interest. So that always drives things too. Right. Um, but it's He Man. So I kind of, I mean, if there's if there's a thing from you know childhood at least that that boys and men and that mainly men would be into besides maybe GI Joe it would be He Man so if you know if they're gonna pick something to skew in an SJW fashion uh, or however that whatever the letters are I don't remember that is um, it, yeah okay He Man's the like worst one to do it to because yeah of course they're gonna freak out about it so I yeah. I mean I do kind of get it but. But not to the extreme that it that it is. I mean, it's it still very ridiculous. Like, but it doesn't feel particularly woke or like it's trying super hard. Tila isn't like a new character they invented so that they could. She's not like a the go to example, like the go to, you know, fanboy outrage over female main character. Suddenly, mm-hmm. you know, Ray. She's not a right. new character that was invented out of nowhere. She's an existing character. And like, if you're looking for conflict, it like, here's the thing. If you're like, what if we did this, you know, kill He-Man, kill He-Man, like, what would the conflict come out of that? That's the, that's an obvious thing. Like, I don't know. It just seems like if you're looking for characters with potential uh, arcs or conflicts or something like Mm -hmm. drama, that's the go-to. What do you got for some of the other characters? I don't know. I'm sure there's stuff, but she's not like a new character. She's... Mm -hmm. She's had full episodes of the original series dedicated to her. So, yeah. And even at that, they don't just let it be just her. She Every episode, she has a flashback to her good adventuring times with He-Man. She's right. she, The whole reason she's mad is because they didn't tell her about He-Man. She feels it, betrayed by I, He-Man. And like, I, I mean, I get, I get that too. And I'm not defending them because I don't agree with them at all because they're dumb. But, but uh, it's her... Two other women, a robot, and a thing. I don't know what he is. Uh, maybe he's. They're both male things, but neither of them are men. You know. So. Right. <laughs> I, I know Trolling. even even being, <laughs> even being existing characters, you know, I. I uh, it seems like that's the way that they were going, and maybe it wasn't intentional, but it seems like it was. Um, to to bait people. People just, and they're so sensitive to it too. Not like everything is, has to be, women can be the leads for a little bit. It's fine. It's not like it's everything. By the way, you guys should check out last episode we did a Grolix podcast. We talked about Fear Street uh-huh. and Gunpowder Milkshake, mm-hmm. which are primarily about women. And yeah. some of them are even lesbian women. Mm-hmm. Overtly well, and not just, <laughs> not I don't just, know. Every, everyone just assumed. It was just like, well, there it is. What? Um, well, Maddie D says, I mean, honestly, it sounds like the writers are really trying to breathe life into something that has already ha- had so many stories that they need to come up with something different. I mean, really, like, man, that, that Fat Man Beyond, like, mm-hmm. if you want, I don't know, if you want to hear kind of like the mindset behind, you, you know, what they're trying to do, I feel like that's got a lot of great insight 
Mm-hmm. You're going to get spoilers. A little too much. Like, yeah. In, including some casting spoilers that I'm not going to mention that I was like, what? So yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah two of them. Like one that, that a character has been cast, which uh-huh. the, I guess that's not too spoilery, but then the other one where they flat out say somebody's name. I was like, whoa. And it's not somebody you'd expect. Like, no. Yeah, is it and then my mind reels like, who is he? Is it Snoop Dogg? Oh, it's sorry, not Snoop Dogg. Spoilers. Uh-huh. It's a he. <laughs> it's not Snoop Dogg, but it's in a roundabout way somebody i guess you could say from that is it seth rogan of entertainment no it's not this is seth rogan <laughs> oh you're, you're taking the weed angle no yeah. it's well okay I, I mean i've seen that they did do that one movie the little I, I can't we're, we're gonna spoil it but that actually okay. oh yes it's somebody from the weed angle too <laughs> Woo! <laughs> listen that that movie was fine nobody knows what i'm talking about that's fine um Okay. <laughs> Enough about. Uh, really, I was super excited to kind of talk about it because when at first earlier this week, th- it was just hard to find anything that wasn't just trashing it. And I'm like, dude, mm-hmm. what? First right. off, people are ridiculous uh, and weirdly oversensitive about things. When I don't know, and mad about getting I don't know whatever. I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. Everything that they were mad about was untrue in a lot of ways. You know, like He Man's not in it. He's in every single thing. It's called He Man. It's not even called He Man. Uh, I'm sure that somebody got mad about um, King Grayskull. In in heaven, they can choose their form. He even said it. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised because men are so emotional and hysterical all the time. This is just like men. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He man childs. Yep. Um anyway. Yeah, I I felt the need to kind of defend it a little bit because I was like, man, I was not expecting to enjoy it at all and I watched all five episodes in one sitting. I, I thought so. it was great. I thought it was great and that first episode when he when he calls down the power of Grayskull was awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's the thing like and it's not even distress like occasional they'll do the thing like well he actually said that like talking referring to like cheesy puns but mm-hmm. right it is not it's not disrespectful at all it feels if anything taking him out of it feels like that way every time they show him it can just be a nostalgia love fest like mm-hmm. they put right. so much into that first transformation sequence like it's like oh yeah oh look at this he man yeah, right. yeah. Or excuse me, I guess not. <laughs> what? It's it's not it's not adult, so it can't can't be can't be erotica. Yeah, erotica. Is that what you said? <laughs> it, I mean, it's 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 leaning that way. I'm gonna slow it down when they uh, when it zaps on the loincloth. See what happens. <laughs> there is no loincloth at first. <laughs> he man. <sighs> Yeah. Oh my. You're going to master my universe. Oh. <laughs> oh goodness. <laughs> oh. oh, my childhood. I have you just time. ruined my childhood. <laughs> the Grolix podcast ruined my childhood, friends. And, and that's <sighs> and that's also the thing. Like, people, I think, because Kevin Smith's involved, kind of expect it to then be. I feel like that one review where it's like they just needed to remember this was for, this was a cartoon for kids. It's like it wasn't that bad and i feel like people just they hear kevin smith they're like oh it's gonna have a bunch of uh d jokes you know right and 
the the most maybe out of place obvious sexual reference was no love no glove no love mm-hmm. right yeah and i was like but like a kid ain't gonna know that that's a no. slogan for condoms from like decades ago kid ain't gonna know that one thing uh that was kind of fun uh <laughs> was in in heaven they they get on the like discs which is a mm-hmm. straight up reference to the to the Dolph Lundgren He-Man movie where they're on mm-hmm. those stupid flying right like, right discs. And it was like oh that's funny that's the thing it feels what's the word I can't think of the word but like loving homage to a lot yeah. of stuff during the time referential yeah deferential and referential Oh yeah, Wonder Bread He-Man was even in heaven. <laughs> the mythological He-Man that did or did not exist was like a He-Man with brown hair and had like a, a harness, and he's riding on a dinosaur in that heaven. Oh, thing. so they even they even made the Wonder. He was supposed to be this this. Uh, the urban legend is that uh, you could ca- uh, like fill in one of those UPC forms or whatever and send away for a free He-Man from Wonder Bread. Mm-hmm. And that's where Wondar, this this mythological urban legend of a He-Man figure came from, and they made him canon in this show. That's some mm-hmm. yeah, that's some deep cuts to, to yeah. references that aren't even like in the sh- like from the show, right? Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, oh, there is a Fistar joke in part two. Um, oh yeah, Fisto, yeah. You can't, yeah. Kevin, you can't I mean, Kevin Smith, a character named that and not expect something bad. Right. <laughs> yeah, come on. When that joke's been done to death. So, I mean, like, Kevin Smith is not beyond low hanging fruit. Death. Right. <laughs> right. Or right. Low hanging like, fruit. And he'll tell you that's stuff, true. Sure. What were I you going to say, Melanie? I was just going to say, it, you, talking about that for some reason reminded me. And this, uh, I don't know if it's something they, uh, the big pyramid stone underneath if that's something that they made up for the movie or if that was actually part of the thing but why wouldn't they just have people live in castle grayskull then and they could be there to defend it and they would have to go like wait for the army to show up if it's that oh, big yeah. and important yeah i did uh, yeah i agree with you the hall of wisdom angle mm. yeah like well, we're supposed to protect the castle grayskull it's like well then why do you guys all leave when you're not doing your uh, saturday afternoon gatherings or whatever you're talking about. Right, right. Yes. Well, then they leave a chick to to watch it, huh? They can't even leave the castle. Like, she can't even... She has to be a bird if she leaves the castle. She can't leave in human form. Maybe that's because she knows where her place is. Oh, God. I'm not serious. All right, folks, we're canceled. It doesn't make sense. sense. Do you want to cancel me for that? Fine. Yeah, no, we, uh, we can we can we can twist it. Her her place is flying free on the wind. That's what it is. You're right. Yeah. That's what I meant. What did you guys think I meant? <laughs> Nothing. Uh... <laughs> um yeah, I enjoyed. It. I'm actually I'm looking forward to part two. Mm-hmm. I would have been fine if this was all we got and they ended yeah. it like that. That was amazing because it's such a like you just don't expect it. That was my whole thing. Right. You just yes, it's disappointing when Evelyn <sighs> is like, well, <laughs> you know, like it's, yeah, but also you kind of tell like she's she has that like moment where she's like, it's mm-hmm. okay. I didn't necessarily expect it to go down the way it did, but I did expect it kind of. I expect well, I expected 
nobody did it, nobody's death to really matter. I expected that. Skeletor like shanks him and then just like moves his head up to the side of his face, doesn't say anything, and then moves back. And I was like, what is this? It's amazing. <laughs> it's so hardcore. So there were little things like that that I really liked. So I I'm glad I don't like the puns. I'm glad it didn't stick mm-hmm. purely Saturday morning cartoon camp. So maybe I'm not. Maybe I am exactly who this is for. Kevin Smith himself has even said he wasn't like the hugest He-Man fan. He, you know, Mm -hmm. he wasn't like a diehard like he was about like Batman and stuff. So maybe that's who it's, you know, it's fine. Mm -hmm. But I'm interested to see more takes on like how the world has changed because we got Merman without an eye. We've got Trapjaw just joins the Triclops cult. Uh, like, yeah, where now I want to know what happened to Buzz Off? What happened to mm-hmm. the Avions? What happened to uh, Manny Faces and Ram Man? Obviously, I want to know about Ram Man. <laughs> the Merman thing, that's a, the Merman thing is a great point, And that's why it's so cool. And he's such like a goofy character, but he's yeah. they kind of even set that up that he's kind of a goofy character. And then he shows up like scarred, missing an eye. And like, they don't. Yeah, I want that it. figure. Like, I want those new adaptations of the figure. <laughs> I want Trapjaw, who's already been buzzsawed in the head with a robot eye over here. But in cult garb, I want that. I will I like buy that. that. I like that world building. I, I, just, they don't even. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, it has to do a little bit with that. I want to see not so much, what, you know, what happened to people before. I want to see how things are going to work now that they're getting back together. Because several people basically denounced magic or right. were like way against it. So now that now that it's back and he's been Skeletor's back, are they just going to turn around and be like, okay with it? And what about the big red fluffy uh, haired monster guy? I don't know anybody's name that was still with evil oh, Lynn the whole time. Beastman, yeah. Uh, they weren't, they were, he fought in maybe hurt some of them. Are they just going to get back together and be cool now? I mean, how, well, how, how is all that going to work? What's know? happened to the king and the queen? Like, we don't even know what happened after that courtroom oh, yeah. or, you know, the, they, they got old. Time. They got old. <laughs> it just died. One, <laughs> one review I've, I've read of it since watching it that I really like is that, that comments on the world. And it is weird that you, like, you don't see them anywhere. The mm-hmm. king, right. But they're like, it's essentially like the magic left and turned it into a Mad Max version of Eternia. It's a post, yeah. it's a post-apocalyptic story, and it really mm-hmm. kind of feels that way when they're out in the world. It doesn't feel empty, but it does feel kind of dead and void of of uh, life or magic, you might say. Um, mm-hmm. The world building in it was awesome, and that's one of my favorite things potentially about it is what it does there. Yeah, I agree, because the beginning and the end were my least favorite parts of the whole thing. I feel like they I don't I feel like they're not gonna bring Moss Man back. And you can't on roast pine, Paul says, but they're like also you can't on obliterate flesh, but that doesn't seem to matter. Right. Um, well also we didn't get Orko in heaven. We did get Moss Man in heaven. So mm-hmm. Right. Right. So Orko we can we can say, well, he just didn't die. But that was a super selective heaven. There's like five people there. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And, and almost all of them are He-Man. They even said like normal mortals. Orcos at what? A tra- a, tra- a Yeah. They have their own heaven though. I think in the- <laughs> Trollin heaven. They have their. You own can't stuff. get into. You can't get into Trollin heaven. Um, I, 
I think this is supposed to be more like Valhalla or something where it's like only the warriors who die a good death in battle get to go there or oh, something, yeah. you know? Well, and Mossman even says like mortals don't go there when they die. So it's not just heaven. They become plant food, basically. So uh, <laughs> they, be- they become the forest then. And I thought that was interesting and kind of dark. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, it just means that regular people get to reincarnate uh, and they don't. They're stuck being He-Man because they're full of themselves. <laughs> <laughs> but he picked his lesser form. Mm-hmm. I yeah. don't think his girlfriend would have, though. Oh, did he? I didn't get that. <laughs> Kevin Smith did say Trollins have their own heaven, but also he said that he told... That was in regards to, like, he told someone... Because someone was like, you know, I watched this with my kid, and, like, they liked it, but they were really bummed out about Orko. And he's like, well, tell him this. So I don't know... And I don't know enough about the Masters of the Universe lore to know if that's the case, but that would not surprise me. I mean, he's from another like dimension or something. So, mm-hmm. also, did you see a body? The same rules applies to cartoons as it does right. all other entertainment media. You don't see a body? They're not dead. I right. thought he was just a hat and a coat. I didn't even know he had a body. I I remember him from the cartoon back in the day, but I didn't know what he was. I was always confused by him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's he's a cool design, but he was such a doofus character, and that's his point. He's a doofus right. character, but they they played him so well. I mean, yeah. mm-hmm. I, like I, I know we're trying to wrap things up and everything, but like he, uh, yeah, he he was maybe the crux of this thing in a lot of ways because mm-hmm. he he retained the heart that Tila had kind of like she was mm-hmm. she was like no nothing about my old life and. And Orko is like, I'll be good. Just take me on one more adventure. Yeah. I I thought, yeah, older, dying Orko was awesome. And like the scenes he was in for the most, he, the scenes he was in, that doesn't sound proper English, was like he has that speech with, um, I forget her name, but the, the new girl uh, on the <laughs> boat. And just like. Andra. Or Andara. Stays like this, you think you're going to remember everything. She's like, what, you, you forget things? And he's like, he has that speech. I really like it. Yeah. That. Mm-hmm. It, touches on th- it touches on aging and death much more than I would have expected. And I feel like that's the majority of like the adult themes. That's where mm-hmm. it deviates from being a kid's cartoon is mm-hmm. <laughs> how it addresses these things. That's because everybody that watched it as kids is like on on blood pressure medication yeah. and yeah. you know right. having having those worries and issues now hashtag too real <laughs> right. well and i don't know if that stuff comes from kevin smith but he had like a heart attack i'm sure that that would have mm-hmm. you know i'm sure that's had an, he's he's they're about to start filming clerks three and he was talking about how yeah that informed some of the things he wrote right is writing for clerks three so like mm-hmm. i'm sure that has an impact He's up. He's getting up there. Yeah. So is Silent Jay going to talk the whole time now? Or not Silent Jay, Silent Jay. Bob. Silent Bob going to talk the whole time now? Because he Sounds like he's rele- they're relegated to the same status they were in the first Clerks, so. Mm. Right. Um, yeah. So I didn't, I did it's not my, not my cup of tea, but I didn't think it was bad, really. Just, I would not have made it personally. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> are you gonna watch part two? That's what I'm gonna ask. I don't know, two? but yeah, I kind of don't want to because it's just gonna switch everything back to the same boring crap. And they, that, when I I was mad about the 
him returning at the end and then dying right away also because I just went through this whole big long thing and then you're just gonna like just get rid of it all like basically we're right back to square one at the end of the first chunk and I, that kind of made me mad because I'm like well why did I have to sit through it then <laughs> if we're right back there at the beginning again but if they're gonna I mean that kind of makes me want to watch the rest to see where they go with it since he's not gonna be dead and they're gonna do something different but you know I don't know we'll see how I feel I guess Unless we're going to do a review, then I'll watch it. Depends how mad people are about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the fact that we didn't have any random people, of course, maybe that's stream. Maybe we just don't have that kind of visibility. I, that as more likely, but pop in to be mad about it. It, it blew over super quick, weirdly mm-hmm. fast. In fact, yeah. like yesterday or even maybe even Tuesday. And now it was yesterday. I was like, Nobody's talking about this anymore. Nobody cares. I mean, they're still putting out their stupid videos about da 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 sucked, but like, it doesn't it doesn't have the staying power because yeah. Mm-hmm. Why do they always talk? I mean, I guess we do have kind of a long podcast, but it's usually one guy, and they talk for like an hour and a half or something about stuff. It's so ridiculous. <sighs> and if you make a mistake, <laughs> Paul's going to pretend to be mad for us. <laughs> yeah. He says, I could feign madness for you. Wait, which kind of You don't of madness? have to feign madness. Yeah. <laughs> you have the madness for real. <laughs> Jerry the Gnome is mad there wasn't more Sarah Michelle Geller. Of course he was. Uh, all right. Yeah, I, it just, I did not expect it to derail the show this week. But as soon as I seen all that, I was like, this is this show. This is what we're doing. And then yeah. there was Doctor Who news. I was like, ah, oh, we're going to go oh, long. Man. Yeah, definitely going to go long for that. All right. Um, Melanie. Yes. Anything we should be amazed about? Sure. Um, there was a study published recently. Um, and, well, they tested it on mice. So at least in the brains of mice, but we assume probably us too, but we'll maybe find out later, that um, dopamine can be willfully controlled uh, by by mice and probably by people too. Um, I I think you have to kind of train them to do it a little bit, but basically if you like the reason dopamine kind of works without a reward is so that you go look for a reward. So you'll, you know, you don't have any food and your brain will be like, "Hmm, I need some food and it'll release a little bit of dopamine and it'll make you want more. So you go look for food so that you can have more kind of a thing. Um, And our, our brains do this naturally, but we can, make it do that like if we are like a reward might be coming and think about it it'll release and you can somehow you can train your brain to do that or they train mice to do that which is kind of super fascinating because i want to be able to release dopamine and whatever i want in my brain that's awesome that's the uh you know the the feel good one of the feel good chemicals uh, besides uh, i get dumped up <laughs> yeah <laughs> so so that's fascinating and i hope they do some more research on that and and then it could do a lot with uh depression or help a lot with depression and uh addiction also i paul i love this idea doctor who is your secret word of the day all you're missing are bells buzzers and whistles otherwise y'all react just like peewee's playhouse when someone says doctor who (laughs) it's literally why we have a podcast (laughs) it is it is i mean this started as like comic book podcast but it was like comic book and doctor who because the right. doc- doctor who's what started it mm-hmm. that's really what it's all about 
think Savannah, she's not on, that, on anymore, but she's the reason we got into Doctor is, Who. She is the reason she got uh, Melanie Nyan into Doctor Who in the first place. Yep. I I was like, I don't know. I don't know this weird show, but I like that creepy old uh, theme song. You know, you like the gas mask kids. That's what that's what hooked you. Yeah, you want to win me children. Over. Yeah, mm-hmm. gas masks, zombie children. That'll well, do it. somebody please think of the empty children. <laughs> uh, too bad there isn't any Doctor Who comics. Matt says, "Hmm, <laughs> I know." Or any other Doctor Who media. That's the thing. I'm. I've been like. I'm. I really. It's like I want Doctor Who. Whether I know there's a ton, and there's a ton. I don't know why I don't listen to more of the audio dramas. I should. But, but yeah, there, I know there's a ton. Because you listen to audio all day. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's true. And actually, I, now is probably the best time for you to maybe dip in a little. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is actually. Uh, I'm feeling more creative lately. I wonder why. Hmm. Um, anything else? Jesse, you got anything exciting to talk, uh, mention before we go? Uh, you know, I mentioned that I've got another podcast where I, we talk about He-Man. Yeah, you never mentioned this on the show. Not just the Masters of the Universe. We actually even talk about He Man. (gasps) But actually, we don't talk about He Man all that much. We just talk about like how he's kind of a jerk. He Man's Mm -hmm. kind of a jerk. Uh, So it's called Make Eternia Great Again. You can find it. (laughs) It's a bait and I'm sorry. I'm not sorry at all. Y'all are just a bunch of babies that need to grow up. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's the line that killed Smith right there. yeah, find us on, uh, I think our, our main page is on Podbean, but if you just search Make Eternia Great Again, first of all, you're going to get a t-shirt design, and then you'll get the podcast. So you can find us that way. Did Kevin Smith actually say that? Yeah, no, he said they need that the fans need to grow up. Okay. Grow not- the F up, I believe. Oh, this my is God. A- he's not, I mean, in this, in this, he's not wrong. I would, I would agree with him. I'm surprised he let his anger get away that is definitely a that's what happened on the live stream and so in the moment thing to the, say. the fat man beyond thing he had clearly calmed down mm-hmm. that's funny i mean if you're making cartoons for adults though maybe you shouldn't be telling people to grow up yeah, yeah that's true i don't know i think it's fine tell him <laughs> i think it's smith fine. um what is the week? What is this? Let me check the dates. Okay, no, we've got okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, <laughs> I have nothing <laughs> exciting coming up. Oh, God. I wish You're I like, could edit in real time sometimes. Let me check my, my calendar <laughs> like we have a calendar. Beep, beep, boop, boop, boop. Let me check my calendar. Um, yeah, not a whole lot coming up yet. So we'll leave it at that. Yep. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. If you're here live, thanks for listening. If you're listening on the podcast feed or feed later, I, I can tell it's time to get off here. Uh, if you want to hear more, go to grawlixpodcast.com. It's G-R-A-W-L-I-X podcast.com. Consider supporting us. You can become mm-hmm. a Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast and tell your friends, tell your mom, <laughs> especially tell your mom. Yeah. Tell your mom. She's going to love us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Moms love us. They We're do. squeaky clean. Why has that not been our slogan the whole time? <laughs> Moms Mom. love us. Moms <laughs> love us. Maybe maybe because that's not like the uh, really the target <laughs> <laughs> we're going for, but 
I think maybe that's what we've been doing wrong. Right, right. The moms are a huge market, and we're not tapping into the moms love us market. Mm-hmm. Next week, we talk about soccer vans and how hard it is to be a mom. That's it. That's all it has to be. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not making light of that either. <laughs> Just for the record. No, you nailed it though. Because I, I was trying to think of like yeah, everybody sees, everybody knows moms, or you are mm-hmm. a mom. Uh, so I, there are mom posts. As mm-hmm. I was trying to think of any of them, and that's you, you nailed it. They're all about how yeah. how hard it is to be a mom. I'm not saying it's easy either. Yeah. So no. come come listen to three childless adults that. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, there's that. That's true. <laughs> the first ever clueless moms podcast. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh... Oh, here we go. Pies, Jello, and how to get your whiters white. Or whites whiter. <laughs> I don't know if the whites getting whiter than they already are on this show. Yeah. I was practically uh-huh. glowing earlier. Before All I right. got my light figured out. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Take it easy. Have a great weekend. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Grolix Nights, the Grolix podcast live show. Be sure to check out our weekly live streams available at grolixpodcast.com slash live. Currently, we stream Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. For links, once again, go to grolixpodcast.com slash live. We should probably jump into it as quick as possible. Wow. <laughs> that was amazing. Yes. Don't worry. I'm I'm buffering. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the only time anyone's ever said that. Like, don't worry. I'm buffering. Don't worry. Like, like it's okay. Like, mm. it's okay. I'm just buffering. Just bear with me. <laughs> <laughs>